next on the 5 o'clock report. A speaker has not been elected. They didn't send us to be perpetual critics. There must be a new vision. God got a mission for him, and that's why he's still here. It's really only because of God's grace. Now, let's go to the newsroom. A speaker has not been elected. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. Six up, six down. The deadlock continues as House Republicans make impassioned speeches for and against California's Kevin McCarthy in his tumultuous bid to go from minority leader to House Speaker. He's gotten no closer today than he did yesterday. Florida Republican Kat Kamak is among those saying, vote for McCarthy and let's move on already. In an era of uncertainty, the last thing they need is uncertainty within this chamber. We were elected to be the voice of our constituents, and they didn't send us to be perpetual critics. They sent us to get things done. Leading those trying to block McCarthy, Pennsylvania Congressman-elect Scott Perry. It is not personal for us, but because we all acknowledge and we all know that Washington is broken, we must take a new path. There must be a new vision so that Congress works for the American people. Perry tweeting he will continue to oppose the California congressman, quote, no matter how many ballots it takes. The McCarthy alternative being pushed today, Florida congressman-elect Byron Donalds. These leadership challenges are a good thing for our party, and they're actually a good thing for America. The days of just power by acclamation, those days are over. It needs to be earned. Lauren Boebert of Colorado used a speech on the House floor to send a message to former President Trump. The president needs to tell Kevin McCarthy that, sir, you do not have the votes and it's time to withdraw. With that, I yield. Thank you. Trump earlier today had called on Republicans to unite behind McCarthy. Well, not many specifics today on the status of Buffalo Bills safety. DeMar Hamlin still listed in critical condition in a Cincinnati ICU after suffering multiple cardiac arrests during and after a Monday night football game. Game collision. He is said to be showing some improvement as doctors work to get him breathing on his own. His uncle is Dorian Glenn. His heart went out twice. Went out on the field when they resuscitated him. And then when he got back to the hospital, it went out a second time. And they had to hit him with a defibrillator. People don't even know us. It's showing love and support, man. And we're so thankful for that. I know those prayers is helping because he's definitely recovering. God got a mission for him, and that's why he's still here. Two somber vigils held outside the Buffalo Bills Stadium Tuesday for Hamlin. Jill Kelly tells News 4. We were broken, and Jim was a wreck. Damar's family to us, and we consider him a brother. The team held meetings and a walkthrough today as they try to begin focusing on this weekend's game against New England. Storms spreading across the southern U.S. causing major damage today. A possible tornado damaged several homes in Alabama's capital city of Montgomery early this morning, flipping cars and downing power lines. This could have been... Um much different scenario when you consider how many homes and businesses are in this immediate space. So the fact that we only had one minor injury uh, is really only because of God's grace. Mayor Stephen Reed. Meanwhile, California bracing for a bomb cyclone dubbed the Pineapple Express. This Californian just got dried out from the current round of flooding. They said it was going to be bad and it was really bad. And so now they're saying this one is going to be a lot worse. That includes meteorologist David Parkinson. Northern California going to get walloped by two days 
days of a rain deluge that they cannot accommodate because they've just gotten so much rain over the last several days. The National Weather Service predicting widespread flooding there as well as power outages. Ukraine now. They've dealt Russian troops a major blow, a missile attack on a building full of Russian troops. The Russians now say the death toll is near 90. The Ukrainians have said it was much higher. The Russian military now also says unauthorized use of cell phones by Russian soldiers led to the attack. Ukrainian forces fired rockets from a U.S.-provided HIMARS system at a building where they were being housed. CBS's Cami McCormick. Back in the States, Southwest Airlines is trying to apologize to their customers in a practical way. You heard the frustration from thousands of Southwest Airlines passengers in the week between Christmas and New Year's. My bags made it on Christmas Day, but I did not. And now Southwest is trying to make up for its blunder of canceling thousands of flights, offering 25,000 frequent flyer points to those who were affected. The points reportedly have a value of more than $300 and they won't expire. CBS's Matt Piper reporting. Looking for a job? Well, new numbers from the Labor Department suggest you should be able to find one. There were nearly 10.5 million jobs Job openings in the final day of November. That's roughly 1.75 jobs for every unemployed person in the United States. Sarah Ewald Weiss. The tech sector, though, not quite as rosy. Salesforce, a big company, says it's laying out 10% of its workers and reducing office space nationwide. Do you know a teen dealing with depression? Some new research suggests plain old exercise could be part of the answer. The Hong Kong researchers say exercise releases those positive hormones and endorphins and also improves birth brain plasticity, helping kids escape negative thought patterns. CBS's Vicki Barker, those experts say exercise was most beneficial to the teens who exercised at least three times a week. And here's some health news we can all use. Staying hydrated could be a big deal when it comes to slowing down aging. Water. It could be the proverbial and literal fountain of youth. The new info is out from a National Institutes of Health study. It looked at 11,000 Americans over a period of 25 years. Researchers can tell how much water you drink based on the amount of sodium in your blood. And in this study, the folks showing lower levels of hydration also showed a higher risk for age-related conditions like heart failure, kidney disease, dementia, diabetes, stroke, even premature death. Drink your water. I'm Lucinda Kay. Good advice there. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, New York lawmakers back at it in Albany, nursing homes seeking state relief, and a deadly Pennsylvania apartment fire. This is meteorologist Ken McKinley with our Family Life forecast. Look for rain this evening, the steadiest and heaviest across western and central New York, but more of a scattered shower situation over Pennsylvania through the evening. Tomorrow we'll have a lot of clouds and temperatures will likely stay in the 40s in most months, maybe near 50 in some areas. There may be a few breaks in the clouds in Pennsylvania locations, but nothing too extensive. More clouds as we head through tomorrow night and Friday, turning colder. Temperatures on Friday generally in the 30s, and there will be some light rain and snow shower activity making its way across the area during the day on Friday as we wrap up the week. Right, thank you, Ken McKinley. Checking the stories now, making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. Lawmakers returning to the state capitol in Albany today as the brand new legislative session kicks off. Among the issues the Senate and Assembly could address in the coming months, changes to the state's current bail reform laws and additional measures to reduce gun violence. Governor Hochul might also request that lawmakers pass certain legislation when she gives her State of the State address next week. This legislative session scheduled to run until June 8th. Good government groups are praising the restoration 
delegation of oversight powers for the New York State Controller's Office. Yeah, and those oversight powers are considered key safeguards against public corruption. Governor Hochul's approval of the legislation was a codification of a previous agreement with Comptroller Tom DiNapoli to review state contracts for economic development programs. Ethics watchdogs say the loss of oversight power led to subsequent pay-to-play scandals. This measure will allow the Comptroller to review contracts worth billions of dollars prior to their final approval. Jeremy Miller, Family Life News. Uh, Thank you, Jeremy. An association of New York State nursing homes has gone to court seeking a delay in enforcement of a new state law mandating minimum staffing requirements. Care centers say they cannot do more patient interaction, but with fewer employees. Members are doing everything they can. They're advertising, they're paying bonuses, they're paying sign-on bonuses. Um, But the bottom line is, if members can't recruit enough staff, if they don't want to get penalized, what they're doing is closing down their beds. 6,000 fewer beds available in the state's nursing homes compared to two years ago. Jim Klein telling CBS 6 in Albany that leading age New York has also asked Governor Hochul to provide a 20% increase in state reimbursement for Medicaid to help address those staffing shortages. You can't underfund the system and then create this mandate. We simply can't compete for the salaries in the marketplace to recruit people into these jobs. The state health department says it does not comment on pending litigation, but no enforcement actions have happened yet against any nursing homes in New York. Donations being collected today to help out a family mourning the loss of five children killed in a fire in Buffalo. Cornerstone Church Ministries gathering items such as food and clothes. Saturday's blaze on Dartmouth Avenue ended up taking the lives of the kids who were between the ages of 2 and 10. Their grandmother also seriously burned but did survive. The cause of that fire remains under investigation. Many of us seeing higher electric bills these days, but then there's Rochester Gas and Electric customer D. Chambers who recently got a series of bills from RG&E totaling over eight grand. It started with a $2,000 bill for a house she hadn't even quite moved into yet and then spiraled from there. rg has been under plenty of fire from customers and regulators recently. In a statement to WROC, the company chalked up at least part of the situation to lingering pandemic staffing shortages, but Chambers says the utility needs to do a lot better. They need to one, take our concerns seriously and stop just coming after us like sharks for money. State regulators recently expanded a probe of rg es practices. The company has scheduled a series of town hall meetings this month to address growing public concerns. U.S. Senators from New York calling for a major disaster declaration approval for the snowstorms that hit Buffalo. Democrats Chuck Schumer and Kristen Gillibrand spoke in the Queen City. Taxpayers here in western New York have paid for floods in uh, the Mississippi Valley and fires in the far west. And now we have real trouble and we need the same help to come back. Gillibrand said the snow crippled the emergency response system because of constant whiteout conditions. Two New York colleges are still cleaning up after that bad weather. Staff at Canisius College in Buffalo working remotely this week while repairs are made to several buildings there. And frozen pipes caused flooding in a building at Alfred State College in Allegheny County. Now to Pennsylvania, a deadly apartment fire in Luzerne County. Flames broke out overnight at the Green Acres Apartments in Kingston, claiming the life of one man. This resident tells Newswatch 16 she awoke to smoke detectors blaring and that discovered smoke pouring out of her neighbor's apartment. I seen the woman who actually did live in the apartment and she was screaming that her husband was still trapped inside and her animals as well. She kept trying to go back in to my apartment to see if she'd get through the back and I said honey you can't, the fire's going towards it like you can't. Five 
five units impacted by that blaze. Fire marshals are investigating. Turmoil on the Erie, Pennsylvania City Council has led to the resignation of one of its members. Councilwoman Liz Allen says she's stepping down due to frustration over the selection of Chuck Nelson and Jasmine Flores to leadership positions, as well as the recently concluded budgetary process. She tells Your Erie she does, doesn't like where things are headed there. There's a new at least four-vote majority on council. I would not be part of that majority. The coming year would just be a very frustrating year for me in terms of helping to advance what I think is still a very clear vision from Mayor Schimber. Allen says she hopes to return to her prior journalism career and report on the city's government. And consumers already having to pay more in new, the new year for gas taxes, groceries, and electricity. On Sunday, another increase kicking in tolls on the Pennsylvania Turnpike going up 5%. Here's Terry Diener. The Turnpike Commission approved the rate increase in August. According to the commission, the most common toll for a passenger vehicle will increase from $1.70 to $1.80 for Easy Pass customers and from $4.10 to $4.40 for tolled by plate customers. And remember that Act 112 is now in effect. Drivers who have four or more overdue tolled by plate invoices or $250 or more in unpaid tolls can have their vehicle registrations suspended. Terry Diener, Family Life News. All right, thank you, Terry. Quick footnote to our lead story. The House, which has gone through six unsuccessful votes to choose a new speaker, has gone into recess until 8 o'clock tonight. Your nightly market report brought to you now by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stocks bouncing around throughout the day today before ending in the green. Today, minutes from the previous Federal Reserve meeting were released. Members had made references to the importance of keeping interest rates elevated and not lowering them too soon to avoid a resurgence of inflation. While there was nothing surprising, the report initially pushed stocks lower before they recovered. Microsoft, one of the worst performers today, losing 4.3%, while several big names rebounded, including Coinbase, up 12%, and Tesla, gaining 5%. Oil continuing its slide, closing today at $73 a barrel. The Dow up 133 points, the S&P 500 adding 28, and the NASDAQ climbing 71 points higher. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at ambassadoradvisors.com. All right, thank you very much, Dave. This is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. A new year is an excellent time to start putting first things first. Hi, I'm Rob West with a Faith and Finance Minute. The Bible uses a term that's a bit unusual to most of us. First fruits. When a crop was harvested, the first part was called the first fruits, and it was given to the Lord. The people acknowledged God's provision by giving him the first part of the harvest. Now, most of us don't harvest crops, but we do earn a living somehow, a living made possible because God provides. And how appropriate it is to thank and honor him by giving from our first fruits. Not from a crop, perhaps, but from the first money that comes into our possession each month. Month. In other words, giving to the Lord from off the top, not from what's left over. Discover the best Christian financial articles, podcasts, and videos by visiting our website, faithfi.com, or by downloading FaithFi, Faith and Finance from your app store. All right, now coming up on the 5 o'clock report, a seaside town's very unlikely dilemma involving fireworks and a wayward walrus. 
This is meteorologist Ken McKinley with our Family Life Forecast. Look for rain this evening. The steadiest and heaviest across western and central New York, particularly north of the thruway. More of a scattered shower situation over Pennsylvania through the evening. And in all areas, the rain will tend to diminish from west to east overnight tonight. The temperature is generally in the 40s overnight. That's still above normal for this time of the year. Tomorrow, we'll have a lot of clouds and temperatures will likely stay in the 40s in most spots, maybe near 50 in some areas. There may be a few breaks in the clouds in Pennsylvania locations, but nothing too extensive. More clouds as we head through tomorrow night and Friday, turning colder. Temperatures on Friday generally in the 30s and there will be some light rain and snow shower activity making its way across the area during the day on Friday as we wrap up the week. All right, thank you very much, Ken. Finally, at five, New Year's Eve fireworks in one small New England town were canceled for a reason that Brian Query tells us was easy to see. The small British town of Scarborough is drawing huge crowds for a special visitor in town. His name is Thor, and Thor is an Arctic walrus. Thor has drawn huge crowds to Scarborough since being spotted on New Year's Eve, and local wildlife experts asked people not to disturb him. So town officials sealed the deal on some peace for Thor, and the town canceled their New Year's Eve fireworks display so Thor could continue to sleep in the harbor, fearing the noise could cause distress to the animal. The Arctic walrus has been gradually making his way up the east coast and coming ashore at various beaches. People have flocked to Scarborough to see Thor as one man called it a, quote, once-in-a-lifetime, first-time-ever thing in Scarborough to see. And officials say it was worth the fuss for the tusk. Brian Query, Family Life News. He is the walrus. That's the world we live in for Wednesday, January 4th, 2023. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Mark Webster, Family Life News.